one. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Spoiler Alerts. This Again? Week, yes, we've actually made a second one. Two more episodes and it'll be longer than any of my YouTube series. I know, it's doing better than your channel. Wow. I know, I, I, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this week I'm once again joined by Bond and Clements. And we have someone Hello. new with us this week. Oh, yeah, interrupt me, why don't you? Yeah, sorry, were you expecting <laughs> us to say hi or something? Yes, I, 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 was, I was there. I was kind of expecting you to. Oh, you know, um, we, were, we always disappoint that it's our job. Yes, but this week I am also joined by someone new, and that is Ewan. Hi. Hello. Oh. Hi. It's Ewan. He's so, he's so new, he's got new in his name. Sorry, my, uh, my Google Home's just gone off, reminding me to take some Lemsip. So, um, we should probably start again once I've taken them. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, sorry for that interruption. Uh, last week I can't get my microphone right. This time I get Google interrupting me, saying, to remind me to take some tablets for a cold that I have. I just can't win. You are host material, aren't you, Watson? Yeah, I know. Like, one week I can't get things right. Next, I'm just, like, I'm coming down with a, with a cold, and it's just like, ugh. To be what? fair, that happens, though, every single time I do a Let's Play, because I once caught a cold during the Let's Play halfway in, and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't win here. I started, I started the video feeling absolutely fine and ended it thinking I was going to die, genuinely. Anyway, how are we enjoying the lockdown, guys? I mean, it's nice. I mean, the bars on the gate are a little bit excessive, but, you know, the police who tried to arrest me last night weren't very nice, but, you know. My dad's, uh, my dad's come around for like, a few weeks, which is nice, but he's taking up all the fucking internet <laughs> with his fucking music downloading. Oh, man. You know what? That's how my family feel. I once went around my aunt and uncle's house, and they they banned me from using the internet afterwards because I did like 50 quid on their account in one day. Jeez. Like, you're not allowed to use this Fucking anymore. Fucking Christ, Bond. What did you do? I don't know. I was only around there for two hours. <laughs> How did you manage to burn through 50 quid in two hours? I don't know, but it was one of them pages ago. porn. <laughs> I was only 10. <laughs> it's one of them pages ago dongles, and even to this day, my aunt and my nan do not let me use their internet anymore. So that's yeah, why I don't I leave the house. Why. You know, I don't visit my family, that's why. Yeah, so I thought before we uh, make a start, and I should probably have turned my phone down before we started this, this is this is you great. This is Upton. Right. I can't get Pre show right. checks, Upton. I know. Next time, next time I'll say we'll get things right, which is funny because okay. I said that this is the one where I start getting things right and it's already <laughs> gone to shit. So, but I've always could- wondered. I've always wondered what it would be like, yeah, to break the law, and what would I do if I wanted to break the law? Turns out all I need to do is go outside now, and I break the law. And <laughs> it's quite... It's quite go for a second jog. I think I'll get home and go, I might go for another one. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought of it, uh, said to yeah. <laughs> We've got a jogger! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're ch- if they're chasing after me, they could probably just go for a walk and catch me because I'm not a very good jogger. So. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, make a start straight away. We won't dwell on the current situation too much because there's not really much more that can be said. I've already had, I've already made my piece on my Facebook, pretty much writing a second dissertation about my thoughts on the lockdown and how it's our own. Can, fault can we talk reasons. about the dissertation quickly, please? Because okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I have put very little effort into the actual research <laughs> essay. I and yeah, I, into the script. I get that from your Facebook posts. I don't care about this essay. Oh, do you? <laughs> That's right. So don't worry, right. don't worry, mate. It's only 80% of the grade, don't worry. 
What? Sorry, con- sorry what? continue. So the, so the, the script itself no, 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 is this, not... This, this whole hand-in is worth 80% of the yeah. overall grade oh, presentation. Okay. 20% yeah. was the proposal. I think they should just give us a bit more credit because, like, there's a certain <laughs> chance. Yeah. So here's, here's, like, the, yeah, okay. like, here's the thing with uni at the moment. Like, all the schools, all the colleges have shut down and universities have shut down and all moved to an online learning provision. They've cancelled exams for SATs, year two and six. They've cancelled GCSEs and they've cancelled A-levels. And yet, we're expected to carry on as normal. Just, I don't think yeah, that's what's going to happen, though. I think FMP's I, done. I know, but I don't yeah, want to... No, I, I think I think FMP will be generated, but with what we can do in isolation. So we have, have a, a camera. Feeling. It depends what we can make here. Ollie's work will be cancelled, I feel. Ollie's yeah. test will be cancelled. For those of you who don't actually know us and don't know what we're on about, essentially, we're all at uni together, as I explained last week. Um, Ollie teaches us uh, After Effects and all of that. The stuff. worst lesson ever. Yeah, contrary to your own beliefs, I think that's. I think it's actually quite good because that's my that's my that's my area though. Like post production is my thing. Um, but we have a timed exam with him at the end of the year. And with the way things are going, we don't think we're actually going to have it uh, with what's going on. So, yeah, we don't actually know what's going on with that. But our final project, as far as we're aware, is carrying on as normal. Our dissertations are due tomorrow, as of the day we're recording this. So as of the day this is released, we would have handed them in. Because uh, I am releasing well, this on Thursday. Let's hope so, shall we? Yeah, let's... Uh, as, yeah, so... <laughs> Come, come talk to us after we've handed it in and we'll sound a lot less stressed. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that. Mate, I cannot, I, I cannot wait till tomorrow's over. Like, as of now, this is the only thing of uni I have to worry about. I mean, the FMP is kind of easy. Like, I've got an idea for an, a film that I can do. So it's not... And Ollie's lesson, like, I don't... I That was... If this is anything, this is more of a blessing for that I don't have to do Ollie's lesson because I was actually shitting myself. Careful what you're saying, you're on the internet, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's hope Ollie's not listening. I... To <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some, let's talk about some stuff. Okay, you go first. Uh, I'll make a start on this one. Um, so, uh, this is the section of the podcast where we talk about... Oh, crap, I'm dropping everything. Um, where we talk about what we've been doing, playing, watching, reading, any of that kind of stuff uh, this last week. I've got a couple of things to talk about. I've got uh, something I've been watching, something I've been playing. Um, so, the thing I have been watching this week, because of the release of Disney Plus that happened on the 24th here in the UK... I have been watching Star Wars, The Clone Wars, not The Mandalorian. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because oh, I I'm happy with that. Yeah. I was going, I was making a beeline straight for The Mandalorian because I wanted to, like, I've been wanting to watch it. And then I saw that they're releasing a, a seventh and final season of Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Yeah, and I was, I was like, really oh excited. God, I didn't know this was on here. I need to watch this. I'm actually glad because that was... I, I completely forgot about the Clone Wars until you just mentioned it and I forgot that was on Disney+. Plus and now I'm thinking I must get Disney+, Plus to watch that because I loved the Clone Wars growing up. You know... How are you, it, not, it, dis- how are you not decided to get Disney+, Plus and instead go for BritBox instead? Because BritBox has more that I want on it. I mean, Brit- I like the old crap that used to be 
on TV in the old days. Things like bastardized versions of Star Wars and High School Musical doesn't interest Whoa, me. Leave, my, leave High School Musical out of it. No, have you seen what they've released on Disney Plus though? Like High yeah, but School it's, Musical, it's all the, the old... series, the, the, the musical, the series. Yeah, they've got it. And then there's another one which is called, which my dad pointed out to me the other day, yesterday, sorry, is called High School Musical, the musical, the series, the special. It's like... I know, it's torture. It's like torture. they let a four-year-old name it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, why Why would I get that? I hate musicals. I don't really... I'm not a massive fan of animation. I know Clements is, and, you know... I, I, Disney just doesn't interest me like that. I like Star Wars. I have Star Wars. I don't need Disney+. Plus. And I don't like well, the no, whole got, my, my clunky got versions I've got. Yeah, they've got a lot of other stuff. They've got, like, The Simpsons, which I was so excited for. Yeah, um, they've got... They've got so much... They've got Avatar, which I know is very divisive. They've got Home Alone. They've got... Every, like, not everything, but they've got so much stuff. More well, no, but stuff. I've, I've got a similar problem at the moment. I mean, this will be sorted in a few months, but with Disney Plus and Britbox both have the same issue. They are so inaccessible because I can only watch them on my computer. I don't really want to watch them on my computer. I want to watch them on my TV. And I'm, Yeah, you know. see, I'm quite lucky in the fact that both that my the smart TVs in my house have them. Both Britbox yeah. and Disney Plus, so I'm quite lucky in that sense. Yeah, uh, but yeah, going going back to the Clone Wars because I feel like we're going to get too distracted here. Um, oh, defo, definitely. Yeah, um, I forgot how brilliantly animated it is. Like Lucasfilm and Disney poured because uh, it was being aired on Disney XD here in the UK when it was being released or you know the channel formerly known as Jetix if anyone remembers that one oh, I remember oh, Jetix yeah we're getting, we're getting Jetix, nostalgic man. Um, but they they poured a lot of money into the animation quality of it not so much the dialogue and the interactions between the characters you can definitely tell it was made for a young audience um, especially with the interactions between Ahsoka and Anakin you can tell that that was definitely Ahsoka was definitely like the vessel for the children watching it in the same way that in like the first two series of Doctor Who that um, Ian and Barbara were the vessel for the audience to ask questions and all of that Ahsoka is definitely that in the Clone Wars but visually it is beautiful and the stories are amazing uh, it's a shame that they don't have the original film or the TV film that they made for the Clone Wars on there because that was fantastic I, thought, oh, no, but I that, genuinely um... thought you were going to say the Star Wars holiday special then. Oh, <laughs> God. I genuinely thought you were going to say wasn't that. the animation in the holiday special like one of the best parts though I, I've read yeah. that they did the Boba Fett scene yeah. Yeah. yeah the best parts were the adverts <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the best part was the credit. Uh, it was the credits because you could just sit there and laugh yeah. and be like, hey, "Have you, you're have you seen Star Wars Rebels?" Yes. Star Wars Rebels. Yes, and the great thing about Star Wars Rebels, there's a fantastic moment. The best lightsaber fight of the entire series is just when Obi Wan kills Darth Maul, and it's a free strike fight, but it's fantastic. Yeah, I've it's, seen that. I think I've seen clips of the Clone Wars where with Darth Maul as well in like the spider thing, and oh, I love that bit. If they made a movie of just Darth Maul himself, oh. yeah. See, his unpopular opinion, yeah, viewers, you might find I have a few of these, but an unpopular opinion for me is I don't like. I'm not a massive fan of the fights in the prequels because they're just too focused on the fight. For me, the fight is the before. You know when they're. 
they're you know sparring with each other. Quite bold from um, someone who defends Attack of the Clones. I like Attack of the Clones, oh, yeah. And the great thing about Attack of the Clones, the great thing about that is. <laughs> The fight at the end of that one is there's a lot of sparring that happens, and the fight is just a it's just that visual bit you get after the satisfying moment, right? But the thing is, with like Revenge of the Sith, the fight goes on for like 20 minutes and it's just too long. And at the end of the day, I don't care anymore by the time you reach the end. Whereas in Rebels, they always get it right, and Clone Wars, they always get it so right because the dialogue is the fight and the actual lightsaber fight is just the, the payoff. That's for me what lightsaber fight should be. Yeah. So I carry uh, on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, d- I definitely do like the... Um, I haven't really seen any of the lightsaber fights in uh, Clone Wars yet because up to this point, I'm only up to the third episode on rewatching it because Disney Plus only came out yesterday uh, yeah. for us here in the UK. But the first episode and the second one, uh, Ambush, and then the, car- uh, the one where they got the big cannon, the, the electric cannon, oh. and the first one where Yoda has to, like, uh, re- gets a... Uh, like this meeting and like Count Dooku's throwing things at him it's yeah they're definitely it's it's a strong start to the series it really is a strong start to the series yeah and it's one of those spin-off shows that genuinely feels like it was made by the fans who people who understand Star Wars oh yeah definitely because we're now at the point like when this was being made like the fans of sorry the fans of the prequels when they were younger were old enough to be in like director and producer roles or have, would have been in the industry I say old enough anyone could be a director or producer but they would have been in the industry long enough to make something decent yes um, it's the same it's the same way like Doctor Who in a sense like like Russell T Davis Stephen Moffat and Chris Chibnall were big fans of Doctor of Classic Who so now like that's why like that's their main motivation for the way they make the way they make or made their visions of Doctor Who in that yeah sense. but the thing I is mean, we, you get... we, don't, we don't really talk about Chibnall but um... uh, Chibnall's uh, alright I'll talk about him in a minute because I've got <laughs> quite yeah. a big a lot to say about piece. that yeah <laughs> but the thing is though you, you, around about that time when Clone Wars was becoming big there were so many shows like I've talked about this a lot uh, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue which is just a complete misunderstanding of the whole idea of Scooby-Doo no they don't get it they don't they've completely missed it right whereas Clone Wars gets it and the same way with Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated understands what Scooby-Doo is and adds bit on that's what Clone Wars does and Rebels by extension does for Star Wars it's just an extension and it really understands what it is yeah. Uh, right, moving on to the game I've been playing this week. If I give an indication, uh, and I'm going to let you three guess this, um, if I say... No, if it's if I say <laughs> it's my favourite game of all time, what do you think I'm going to talk about? World of Warcraft. There we go. I have been playing World of Warcraft a lot this week for two reasons. First of all, the fact that my dissertation is now finished and the majority of the things I've been working on, I now actually have time to play it. And um, mostly because I miss my guild. Like, I, I, I love those guys. They are absolutely fantastic. And it's been good raiding with them again. I did a couple of um, heroic raids of Nihilotha on them. You guys have no idea what I'm about, probably. But, no. <laughs> um, Clements might, but that's it. Um, but, what? What? <laughs> um, but the main reason I've been playing it is because at the moment in World of Warcraft, uh, to help people that are stuck at home, uh, self-isolating or anything, Blizzard have uh, turned on a buff which gives all leveling characters 100% more experience from their experience gains Uh, so I have made a new character, I made a warlock 
I have put all my heirlooms on, which give me more experience as it is. I've got an experience potion and the 100% buff because all of them stack together. And I am getting, and I'm already level 40, and I've probably spent two days leveling. And to get to that point usually takes about three or four. So it's essentially doubling the amount of time, uh, sorry, halving the amount of time you need to level. Uh, So I won't go on too much about this because I've already taken up too much time with my section. But um, for those of you who are uh, looking into going to World of Warcraft, have played World of Warcraft and want to get back into it, now is definitely the perfect time, especially if you need to level. Uh, This buff, I believe, is going on until uh, the 20-something of April. Uh, I can't... Yes, there it is. Uh, I found the article. It is going on until April 20th. Uh, but it is only in the retail version and not classic. Yeah, see, I, I don't really understand anything about World of Warcraft. I haven't really played it, but I really appreciate I will all drag of these. You in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I nearly bought it until I found out it was like fifty quid a month or something. Oh, and it's like, it's it was... not a month. It's, it's a not month. Fifty yeah. quid a month. It's a tenner isn't a it, month. It's a tenner a month no. for base, but isn't it more for each one? For each different like yeah, add-on. So right, so you pay ten pounds and you get up to the Legion expansion, which is a hundred, which is level. 110 that's all you need until you get to level 110 but then do i have to give more money yeah and then when you get to level 110 you pay what probably not that much at the moment but you pay for the battle for azeroth expansion which kind of seems pointless at the moment considering shadowlands is coming out soon uh but you pay you pay for the expansions and then it's just a 10 pound like the expansion payments are a one-off payment oh they're one off yeah they're one off and then oh i thought they were all and then it's 10 pound a month Oh, I thought they, each expansion was a per month thing. No, 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 no. Like, you pay for the expansion once, you've got the expansion forever, and then you just pay £10 per month for, like, server upkeep and constant updates. Like, all your updates are free, except for expansions, which you've got to pay for. But they're like, right. that's, that's unless at least three years of content you get. Uh, okay, I, I apologise for my ignorance. I will buy it at the end of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I just like the fact I just like the fact that wasn't a couple of years ago you tried to get me into World of Warcraft, and ever since then I've just kind of went, nah, not for me. Yeah. Right. So at the moment, no, no, no. First of all, hang on, hang on. I, I really like the fact that all these developers are, you know, giving these quality of life improvements during this difficult time. It's really nice of them to do that. Yeah, it is. That's, like, ju- that's the reason I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Where is it? So the base game at the moment. Oh, where the hell is it? Uh, right, so the base game at the moment is... Oh, where is it? Did you say it was a tenner? Yeah, it's roughly a tenner. Um, I'm trying to find the exact... <coughs> uh, right, so... Yeah, so the base game is £10 a month. Okay. And that gives you access to all of the expansions up to Legion, which is a level 110, and then Battle for Azeroth is up to level 120. Um, it also gives you full access to World of Warcraft Classic, which is how it was when it first came out. Uh, and that's £10 a month. And then Battle for Azeroth is £40 at the moment, or 39.99 to be specific. That's, that's one-off though, right? Yeah, that's a one-off payment. Uh, and you don't really need that until you get 
to level 110 because the base game it's just the fact that you think that you have to pay for the expansion every month no genuinely I thought that's what it was I thought it was a 40 pound a month really? for uh, and then when it releases so at the moment uh, pre-orders are out for Shadowlands which is the next expansion uh, which is completely changing the face of the game like everyone's levels are getting squished the way the game works is going to change it's still going to be the World of Warcraft we all know it's just it's going to change a lot of things but at the moment the pre-purchase for that is $34.99 for the base uh, I obviously have pre-purchased yeah, it for the, I've pre-purchased the £70 version because I love this yeah, game yeah I've done that one because yeah <laughs> Yeah, but Bond, yeah. if you, if you want to get it at the end of the podcast, go for it. I'll happily help you level. Um, yeah, I might get it. I, I, so thinking so about it, and then, yeah, it is. It's a good time waster. It is a really good time yeah. waster. For me. That's what I'm uh, thinking. It might be better to get at four o'clock tomorrow. You know, come come, jo- come join my guild, uh, McVitie's. We're uh, like, <laughs> oh, Sam, can, yeah. Sam, still hold the best can I just ask? Yes, where what happened to? Um, oh my god, Animal Crossing. I thought you were going to play that. I said I didn't. No. no, I said last week I wasn't going to be getting it this week because I've got. Um, I'm not going to get it until uni's over because I want to be able. Uni's over. Oh, yeah, I want to be able to sync. It's, it's basically over now. Yeah, I know, but we still got stuff to do, and I want to be able to sync enough time into it. Um, oh, okay. Do you know what? With the time I'm sinking into World of Warcraft at the moment, I probably could have. But mm. then the buff happened. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I, I was thinking. <laughs> and I've slept since then. <laughs> I still oh, that's just a waste of time. I still like the fact that when you had me join your guild in World of Warcraft, it was like not even 10 seconds in, I already coined a nickname for myself. Yeah, like so a bit of, bit of a story here. Um, in the Legion expansion, uh, Ewan did jump on the World of Warcraft bandwagon and he um, was applying to join the guild I was in at the time I wasn't an admin at this point I was just uh, I was actually quite new to the guild myself um, but he was being uh, questioned by one of the officers and one of our questions because we're called McVitie's is what's your favourite type of cake and he responded with the nearest cake is best cake Nearest cake is favourite cake, yeah. Yeah. And he... To the point where I got a message from the officer that was questioning him at the time going, I like this guy. And in the notes, in his notes, because, like, we've... If you haven't played WoW, then this is going to be hard to explain. But in in the guild, you've all got... um, notes on the guild page like each character when it says you're online you've got notes and you can so for mine I'll say uh, recruitment admin I level 442 or whatever uh, general information about yourself and that's it his note was favourite cake is near, uh, nearest cake is favourite cake and that stuck with him yeah. until he was kicked out for inactivity because he wasn't online <laughs> for a good year Hell yeah. and they kicked him out <laughs> Yeah. Poor uh, cake. Anyway, who wants to take this next? <laughs> I mean, anyway. I don't I don't mind. I think, leave leave up, I think we should leave Bond. Yeah, no, I think we should leave it to the end because he's going to talk for hours. Yeah, You're going to be here a while, lads. Yeah. Okay, then, Clement, you want to take it? Okay. So, I've been watching Westworld. I'm gonna oh, my go God, you did this that. last week. <laughs> no. But there's a new episode every week. <laughs> oh. We've got it for the next like four or five weeks. There's not. <laughs> God's sake! Uh, all right, I won't talk. At... Fine. No, I'll no, go on, then, go on, then. No, no, I'll, talk... I'll leave it until the end of the series, and then I'll talk about it. 
How's that? I mean, talk about what you want, mate. I don't go. Alright, so I've been watching Mandalorian because I got Disney Plus. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because I was smart <laughs> enough to start it first. And. Oh, it just justifies the purchase of Disney Plus, to be fair. Like, alone, the first episode was just. But, but my question is, though, now that you've watched The Mandalorian, right, are you now going to unsubscribe from Disney Plus? No, no. Cause what else are you watching there, Disney there Plus a, for? There is a lot more on yeah, Disney Plus. It's not like, just The Mandalorian, and then that's it. No, no, but what else? The Simpsons. What else are you. Are you interested in? Simpsons. Well, uh, there's The Simpsons. Hello. Um. I, I just <laughs> I thought I everyone just Disney left too. yeah I know it did go very quiet for a second there yeah, um, I yeah loved... it did didn't it I thought I'd intimidated everyone well to be honest, I love <laughs> all Disney films and st- shows and they're like releasing the new um, Marvel Cinematic Universe shows on there I can't wait for WandaVision WandaVision I think it's that I mean I think what will sell it for me is if they put a new Jessica Jones on there to be honest that'll that's me in Mm. I so miss I think it. they will but the problem like when you say like Britbox is more appealing I get that but most of it is on Netflix and BBC iPlayer anyway and that's what kind of like I saw him and her on there and I was like oh I like him and her but it's on Netflix as well I'll absolutely agree that on Britbox 90% of what's on there does not appeal to me um, like there's so much ITV reality crap on there that I just I don't care about but mm. there's also the old BBC shows that I really got into as a kid and it, it's very nostalgic yeah. for me I mean it was very tempting to see like keeping up appearances on there because I love oh, that yes. show I love that but, show and then I saw like um, only way it says it's on there and I was like no <laughs> oh trust me I've steered yeah. clear of that Wow. <laughs> Did he go? Did he leave? Did he Hello? Oh, no, he's here. Hello. Can you hear yeah. But yeah, um, do you want to talk about the Mandalorian? <laughs> uh, no, I think, I, I think I'm done with that. What? I don't really... Yeah. You didn't even I talk about it. Re- yes, I did. You said I like it, and then talked about Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I mean, it was my fault, admittedly, but still. Yeah. But Come on, then. I haven't seen it, the Mandalorian. Tell us about it, the Mandalorian. Baby Yoda. So, <laughs> Baby Yoda. At first, I was like, "Oh, it's so overdone now. I don't think I'm going to think it's really cute." And then the moment that he comes up, I was like, "I want this fucking child." <sighs> <laughs> that sounded really dangerous wrong. words. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, oh, it's he's the first episode. He's not in it until the last minute. Oh. But the second episode, because there's only two episodes so far, because they're releasing it weekly, and he's in it most of the second episode. He's always in the background, basically. So is this Disney Plus? Is that what they're going to release um, the Obi One series on? Most next year? likely, yeah, yeah. Because I'm dying for that. I so want to see that. Which sadly, that the you know the goalpost for that seems to be getting further and further away with each month. Yeah, but I'll get up Disney Sam just for you. I'll get it up now and Which show you one? tell you what's on Disney Plus. Is this for me? Yeah. Okay. Right. So they got Gravity Falls, which is mm. good because oh, I actually want to watch it. I haven't seen that yeah. at all. Agents of Shield. They've got X Men: Days of Future Past. 
I already have that. Uh, <laughs> all, all Disney, all the Disney films, which I guess you knew anyway. Yeah. Documentaries. They've got Disney documentaries on there. They got Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to find one that would appeal to you. National Treasure. They got on there. I didn't really like National Treasure. I watched it as a kid. Didn't like it. Tomorrowland, they've got on there, which is. Good. I like Tomorrowland, but I, I mm. also own it. So this yeah. is the thing. A lot of the stuff that does appeal to me, I've already bought. So yeah. for me, mm. for me, it I think really also like not trying to like dig at you, but like your appeal is very small on certain Ouch. things. Ooh. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but you're very hard to please if you know what I mean you're very no I'm not you are I like you are, I like you are no you are I like all different Doctor Who episodes I don't just like one <laughs> yeah but I that's like all different I like all yeah, different that's... sitcoms called One Foot in the Grave yeah but if I say okay what's your opinion on Disney films <laughs> exactly I mean I I, the thing about Disney films for me is they all feel very similar like, I don't know there was a certain point where Frozen came out and I loved Frozen um, and Tangled I loved Tangled but then ever since then I don't really like anything they've done so for me Big Hero 6 didn't do it for me either mm. uh, I haven't seen it to be honest I liked Big Hero did you like Moana? Moana was a great Moana, Moana, yeah that, that one's good I like that one yeah I, I haven't seen Moana yeah uh, anyway uh, who's next? no no Angus does, hasn't done his game yet oh sorry sorry he hasn't done game I, nothing different from last week to be honest I've just been oh, playing, like, oh, no. playing a lot of Doom that's been really fun it's oh yeah Doom so, Eternal yeah it's so much harder than the first one but it's 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 fun enough to the point that you want to keep playing it's, well that's good yeah, that's worth 54 pounds it, it's not 54 though is it it that? is 54 pounds where is it 54 PSN then don't get it on PSN get it from Amazon you can't yeah, but I don't want to get it on Amazon I want it now oh, I bought sorry. something off Amazon the other day with Prime Delivery and it's taking a month to get here because of this yeah. stupid coronavirus no did it unfortunately oh. luckily there's no download limits there's no coronavirus on the internet so fortunately you can get to me quicker but it's 54 pounds Tumblr <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and talk about Tumblr imagine if they call it the okay. Tumblr virus though that would have been hilarious uh, right. Ewan do you want to take this one yes I will so I've been playing God of War the <gasps> 20 I think it was it was released in 2018 holy fuck <gasps> okay, um, yeah 2018 and basically so I felt like I needed to jump back into this because I recently watched the uh, documentary that that they uh, said about it and how if this God of War wasn't successful the company would have gone under um, and it won game of the year and so on and so forth so going back to it I've just been looking through like God of War YouTube videos and shit like that and I'm just like I really have to play this game again so hopped onto it maybe like two nights ago put it on like the hardest difficulty fucking hell um Oh, but it's so good, though. It, everything about it is so, so amazing. Good. It's so good. Like, the soundtrack, the... Duh, duh, duh. Oh, ha. Boy. <laughs> so good. Boy. Honestly, Boy. I got to the uh, bit uh, Valheim. 
I'm currently back up to, like with the Dark Elves and the Light Elves. That's not Even. ringing any bells for me. Really? It has It has been a, a long time for me, admittedly. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah, true. Um, but, yeah, because I've already played the game before, I already know how it, how it ends. Um, but, holy shit, I really suggest people go out and play Oh, the get game. the Platinum Trophy, everybody. Yeah. Go and get the Platinum. It's that so every, it, it's totally worth. I haven't got the platinum myself, but it's totally yeah. worth it. <laughs> Honestly, um, that's what I'm going to be doing as well. Um, no, but I love it because. Yeah, carry on. Sorry, I've got a massive delay on your end. I think so. It's like I say something, I can hear myself say it again. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Um, but no, my favourite thing about it though is it's so rare to find a game that has such satisfying you know punch to it you know you hit something with that axe and it's like yeah. oh I feel that and it's awesome yeah it feels Doom. like you are cutting <sighs> right especially with Doom uh, I feel like with God of War as well it feels like you're actually hitting those characters hitting the enemies um, oh it does especially when it comes to like the fucking troll throwing fire and hitting you with like the fucking stone thing I think. oh yeah barring Thing. The impact Honestly. you feel on that axe as well when you hit something, you just want to try it out on people in the street. You know, you just want to get an axe and start hitting people. With it. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> you are the also, only I... person I know that got that idea from. Oh, but come on, you know. Also, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go out in the streets and commit mass genocide. Oh, come on! I mean, I mean, most likely wouldn't get arrested for that. Get arrested for having a second one. Um... And also, Upton. Also, Upton. It's mass homicide. Hmm? Oh, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I. It, I have thought about it. But yeah, I love the stun kills as well. Like, oh, I think it's one kill where you get like the axe through like an enemy gets an axe through the shoulder and then Kratos fucking rips him in half oh yeah it's... oh yeah I love smashing things up in the air and smashing them back down to the ground again oh, it, every, yeah. every single time I get the opportunity absolutely beautiful it's beautiful it's the best game of 20, 2018 is it 2018 uh, yeah 2018 yeah 2018 yeah, no doubt 2018 and it won game of the year in 2019 I've probably forgotten something in 2018 that I'm going to really kick myself in a minute for, but carry on, so. To be honest, 2018... I don't think a lot of games came out in 2018. No, I don't think a lot of games came out in 2018. No, I think it was a good year for games, actually, because it was Spider-Man... Uh, Monster Hunter World came out. Monster Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead, ah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Smash Bros. Yes. Ultimate, Far Cry 5... Oh, you see, I'm kicking myself uh, already. Hitman 2... Yeah, Shadow of the Crosses remake. Um, oh yes. Yeah, the Destiny but, yeah, 2018 was sorry. a very. It was a good year, but good I, year for it was, I still think God of War tops the pile for me. Yeah, anyway. it does. Especially when it comes to oh, yeah. writing, directing, and the fucking one like throughout the entire game, it's just one shot. It doesn't cut. Oh yeah, yeah the one shot. That is the perfect it's evolution. The only thing that's good about 2020 is the games. That is it. But even then, there's not really a lot coming out this year. Animal Crossing, Doom, Last of Us. Yeah, two. they're delaying the most of it. Yeah, but that's that's all this. That's all the start mm. of the year, though. I mean, for me personally, Final Fantasy 15 and Cyber, uh, 17. No, what? Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 remake and Cyberpunk 2077 is all that's really getting me. It's all that's really interesting me at the moment. And oh, sorry, Resident Evil 3. I forgot about that. To be honest... Oh, God, yeah, Cyberpunk comes out of, in a couple of weeks. Speaking of yeah. Last of Us, I messaged... Upton no, it doesn't. It comes out in September. 
a message up to him the other day regarding the uh, HBO TV series, and I went to him like we've all like who like we've all seen the uh, intro to the Last of Us, and I went to him we 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 uh, we're gonna have to watch Sarah die again, aren't we? <laughs> what if there's a twist? What if Noel dies? Joel that's, dies well. See the bit where nah, Sarah died. Though, that's die. the bit that made me cry. In, yeah. In last. Have you have you have you continued playing it? No, I haven't. I have. Motherfucker, like, play it. Like I, I, I <laughs> he have, just tapped out after Sarah died. All this time into World of Warcraft, you've got a perfectly fucking world. I have my priorities. No, but I agree with Upton on this one. See, the thing is, with The Last of Us is the opening gets you, and it's really powerful. But then after that, it sort of meanders for ages, and oh, it doesn't really no, go anywhere. No, 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 I did not say that. No, but for Don't me, that's you what. Dare put words on my mouth. You, you hate the. You hate the Last of Us. You there's, said so. Don't you specific, dare put words in my mouth. There's a level uh, in this. Uh, there's a level in the game where it, in in the Last of Us, and I wasn't meant to be talking about God of War, but I'll come in this little last. <laughs> Who cares? Um, I absolutely fucking freaked out. Basically, you're in this um, basement of a hotel, and you have to get up. Like, you have to find a key card to like get out of the oh, basement. Oh god, I remember this. And it's got like fucking the massive fungus zombie, and it's got like runners, and it's got the clickers. Oh, the clickers. It's got the clickers, and it's got like sprinting zombies, like before they turn into clickers. And then you've got like a, a fat. Um, zombie which is fully encased in like bear in your mind as well around this hotel if you haven't conserved your ammo you are screwed oh no honestly I was able to um, get out of uh, using any ammo I just melee'd my way through that yeah like um, that that is really the only way you could do it because then straight afterwards you get like ambushed as well yeah just uh, that's that's what the last of us is it is pretty much just one big ambush yeah, that is it. it like is. as soon as as soon as you see your first your first infected, like you're just going to be holding down the trigger button like nonstop. Like you might as well no, just glue your fingers. I, I disagree with that entirely. I think the game sort of meanders a bit too much. And the thing is, for me. Last of Us is excellent on a momentary level. There are so many moments just from the brief amount that I played that I still remember now. They've stuck with me all these years later, right? Um, for example, there's one scene where this NPC you're following around, she just looks at a body on the floor and goes, goodbye, old friend. And I was like, oh, that really hit me. Are you talking but, about Ellie? No. There was this, uh, oh, there was this lady walking down a st- set of stairs and she sees a body. And yeah, she goes, it's Tess. It's not a cutscene or anything. It's just a bit of throwaway dialogue, but it really hit me. I don't know why. Um... But for me, I got to this bit where you're in a sort of vending machine area, and you've and it's in the dark, and you've got a torch, and there's all these clickers all around you, and it just did my head in, and that was when I checked out because I was like, I can't see a way forward through this area. Oh, that I was give easy. up. That was easy. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't for me. I don't because I'm not very good at stealth, or at least I wasn't in a pre-metal you're gear not very phase. Good at games you know. in general. Um, to be honest, I, 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 I am. Uh, I just comes, got a platinum and I tried for. Honestly, when it comes, like, not very get hard. Past that little bit, when you get past that little bit, and because it's called spoiler alert, test dies. Um, oh! <laughs> I told you. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say how. I'm not going to say how. Uh, the relationship between Ellie and Joel grows significantly, and from how he loses Sarah and how we kind of. Ad- Adopts Ellie as like his second daughter is a beautifully told story, and the end is kind of ambigu- ambiguous until we get the second part later this year. Um, mm. But anyway, so the trailer of which was epic is done. I 
I, I have a feeling that Last of Us 2 won't be as good as the first one. Don't no, blaspheme in here. Don't say that. I have a feeling it like, is. Because just mm. from seeing... I mean, I trust I Naughty Dog, yeah. I trust Neil Druckmann mm. and Naughty Dog yeah. to... I have a feeling that people are going to hate tell. it and review bomb it on Metacritic. Yeah, but we don't care about uh, them. With, uh, the, with the left behind DLC regarding like the actual story, I saw virtually no one bash it regarding its... Um, uh, regarding its yeah. storytelling revolving, revolving around like gay characters as well so everyone seemed to be which very is on board with that really refreshing as well I think that's quite nice to have a gay yeah. character not people go <gasps> yeah and it monster oh my god SJWs yeah get these and it actually felt like a and it and the DLC kind of gave a reason as to the relationship of the two characters I'm not going to say who's in it unless people really know who's in it um, but anyway aside from last oh my last god before, sirens someone's walking <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also been re-watching a show called Breaking Bad hey. so good <laughs> I've forgotten how good it was um, I'm currently on season 3 episode I think it's season 3 episode 4 this is directly after the 7th um, I think it's 7.7 I think it's after that explodes but the act the writing in Breaking Bad is possibly what like it's still possibly the best writing in any show that I've watched Um, I've heard Better Call Saul the uh, spin-off to uh, Breaking Bad is significantly better which I didn't realise that was still going but it is still going isn't it not the better, actual, better not call the main, yeah it's uh, going to its final series next year um, it's unreal isn't it really yeah and because what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to wait until Better Call Saul is finished and then binge that but after Breaking Bad I'm going to watch all of Breaking Bad and then jump into El Camino because so, I've lost me mate El Camino is the Breaking Bad film where it follows Jesse Pinkman after he leaves, um, like, well, after Heisenberg dies. All right. So, yeah. I mean, uh, this is all not... I don't understand any of this because I haven't seen it, but uh, I, I do understand Breaking Bad, what an impactful show it's had on the industry. Yes. And considering it came from the maker or one of the lead writers on The X-Files, I have a lot of respect for it, just purely because of that, really. Honestly, like, give it... I give it a watch it's possibly it's it, in fact it still is that it, it still is possibly the best show ever to be created yeah I mean considering I have four weeks now to basically waste I, yeah. it's definitely something I'm going to dive into at some point but it's finding that hook for me because I started watching it and the hook wasn't there at the start and that's it I just sort of tune out <laughs> if I can't slowly, find the hook yeah it, it's again like with what was mentioned with Game of Thrones we'll get onto that in a minute um, yeah here we go like, again with like <laughs> Game of Thrones it's kind of slow and with I would say with Breaking Bad it's the first three episodes and then yeah. as soon like then it just becomes this uh, I mean have, has anyone ever been sh- show 
Has anyone ever been fishing, right? I've never been fishing no. because if, if I didn't catch a f- <laughs> if I didn't catch a fish within the first fifteen seconds, I would give up. And that's the thing with shows for me. I have to persevere, like really. I'd say quite no. Keep going. Keep watching. And with Supernatural, there was a hook in there, and it and that was what dragged me through fifteen years worth of Supernatural. And then you so, just kind of given up on it, haven't you? Yeah, I can't be asked anymore. It's yeah. awful. Because it, it's kind of the same with like again kind of linking it back to dissertation um i found out like you know where we've been told oh yeah you have to write 10 um 10 pages of script yes we'll send it off to like script readers and stuff like that now that's bullshit they they stop reading after like two see uh after two scenes yeah i yeah yeah so yeah like you have to have like a really fucking good hook to get people's attention and like with Breaking Bad it does give like a sort of good hook with like chemistry teacher has cancer and cooks meth uh, becomes a drug dealer cooks meth and stuff like that but um yeah linking onto what was said last week about uh, Game of Thrones who's I think it was Bond I think it was who, you who said that you didn't know when uh uh, when um, Game of Thrones got shit season 5 season 5 oh, was boy. it yeah I, f- I thought it was more around season God. 6 uh, season not gonna lie the ending of season 6 was fucking brilliant um, yeah regarding that there wasn't uh, any uh, a Tower of Ice and Fire books to, to actually back up the, the story but yeah um, but yeah since season 5 it just slowly became less about character and more about like fucking bullshit uh, fantasy stuff which really wasn't what Game of Thrones is about and George R. R. Martin said nah this is shit what the fuck are you doing yeah you see this is the thing with medieval fantasy for me is that it's it doesn't have a, a visual hook for me that's what something needs you know a visual hook straight in whereas I think if I was to persevere with Game of Thrones a little bit longer and I saw the character jump out maybe then I might start to continue but no it for me it just didn't fully, grab me it fully kicks off when well I mean it's long enough now um when Eddard dies uh again I don't know who that is Eddard Stark like the main like Sean Bean um ah okay yeah and when he dies that like kicks off a series of events just like how in the first episode it's the whole reason as to why Game of Thrones starts yeah and then that leads into Bran's journey which is kind which is seriously glossed over seriously glossed over and um because like there's more emphasis put on John and then Arya over anything else but yeah oh yeah I love Maisie Williams in that role by the way um and so when it when because I haven't really seen much of Game of Thrones but I've watched Maisie Williams' career ever since she was in Doctor Who and she's excellent she's far better in that than she was in Doctor Who where she just I don't know I don't think she got it I don't think she really understood it to be honest with you I think you she know, understood right it um. I, th- I think it I think she understood it I think it was kind of a mix of direction and the writing yeah I will give you that the writing didn't allow her to develop because it was she's a little girl in a village and then four episodes later she's this millions of years old million year I don't know whatever you want to call it million year old girl sitting at the end of time you know it it doesn't really develop it doesn't really allow you to connect so that's when people were saying like would you like to see her return for series 13 I was like no (laughs) it was a big misfire her character 
Yeah, I would like to see Maisie Williams, the actor, return, but uh, but playing a different character, like kind of fucking wreck on that. <laughs> that or if they out. just if they put her back, so it's not long after the the woman who lived would be mm. better. But when she's right at the end, where she goes off with Clara, well, that's just such a horrible, horrible again, character. Lazy, again, Sorry, can I just interrupt lazy. you with a bit of important news that's just come out? Yeah. Um, the dean of our university has just sent an email to everyone apparently according to joe uh saying that we're all getting one week extensions on all of our deadlines oh which kind of makes a bit of panic yeah you might as well have just got animal crossing at this point but <laughs> but not all of us not all of us have got it Apparently, it's only the people that are on the UAL that have got it. For a bit of context for listeners, uh, our year, so our university changed. It isn't a, a what's the word, a validating partner. They go to others. So we're University of Essex, whereas they changed it. So we're the last year doing University of Essex. Everyone else is now on University of the Arts London. Everyone else um, has got this email on UAL. But they're saying it's all courses, but we haven't got it yet, so... Well, I mean, to be fair, most of us are pretty much done, so it's not really going to bother us too much. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care. I'm handing in my dissertation tomorrow regardless. Yeah, same. So, But, you know, I do think that's unfair. Very unfair. The the day before as well. Yeah. It's a bit cruel, but... Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. I can't remember what we were talking about now before that came up. Oh, uh, Maisie Williams. Yes, Maisie Williams. What was I saying? I mean, it must have been pure gold, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, shit. I don't... I can't remember. Okay, uh, should we just skip then and move on? Yeah, let, let's skip that. Also, has uh, anyone been looking at the Taskmasters? Uh, I, oh, yes! I thought it was just me! Yeah. Yeah, I, I love was, it. Honestly, the home task thing is... Uh, brilliant idea it is brilliant I haven't seen the second task yet but the first task there was a guy who who was about to throw his uh, bit of paper by the way the task is you know throw a bit of paper into a bin most elaborate throw wins whatever um, and he's about to throw it off the balcony yeah and then he throws it up in the air and it lands in a bin that's on the ceiling and I was like that's brilliant that's absolutely awesome but I think the best one out of a lot of them something we could do honestly if we were doing this was he throws it into his computer screen and it appears on the screen and into the bin in there <laughs> that's brilliant I love that no, right Sam do you want to have your about Doctor my... Who then hang on hang on we're not finished <laughs> my favourite my favourite one that was the baby on the um, uh, what's it called like the the electronic hoovers I've forgotten the name oh Henry no, not a Henry, like the um, Hen- self... Henrietta. Gummy. Roombas. Roombas, yeah. The baby oh. on the Roomba. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. No, but it's a brilliant idea, and I will. we, we should definitely, like... We should do this, honestly. The, I know the next task is uh, convert your bathroom into a... Not, like, into, like, into a uh, place where you spend the night out. Really? Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Task. You can spend the night out alone. <laughs> yeah. You can't invite any friends around. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, shall I uh, get on to the Doctor Who rant? Yeah, then? Yes, please get it out of the way. Why are you? Are you? Are you going somewhere tonight, Abdul? Huh? Are you going somewhere tonight? Why are you rushing? No, me? I just I know He's this going is going to be painful. Drug. It's not going to be painful. I, I mean, feel free to join in because I know we, except for Clements, we all have big opinions about this, very strong opinions. But for me, season twelve was a massive improvement on eleven. It was oh, so okay. much better than 11 ever was ever could have been because they actually felt like they were trying this year with season actually, 11 I, 
Actually, I'd like to bring in a point. Just, I've heard a lot of mixed opinions about season 12. Which, like, is it good? Like... <laughs> I'm just saying. Avoid, yes. avoid all um, I don't know. Carry on. Carry, go on. Go on. Sorry. No, it's I'm it's so much 100% better than season 11. What the, the biggest issue with season 12 for me is the whole timeless child thing, but I'll get into that in a moment. Uh, episodically... It's pretty great. I mean, Spyfall is uneven. Part 1's excellent, part 2 is okay. I really liked Orphan 55 the first time, but the more I watch it, the less I like it. Because, honestly, it's one of these things that's got so much going on. But because it's got so much going on, there's nothing going on. You know, there's no there's no depth to it at all. It's all just surface level nonsense. To be honest, with like Orphan 55, the first 15 minutes could have been a whole Doctor Who episode. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. That, but that it's when they been better. It's when they start doing stuff like, oh, you're actually my daughter. And, oh, I, oh Benny! And all that stuff. And we got all these different no. plot devices. Benny! Have <laughs> you seen my Benny? <laughs> but they've got all these different plot devices and it's and these creatures. Apparently, this is Earth. I don't know. But um, it's all this nonsense going on at the same time. It's really ridiculous. But how many times... I think at this point, Earth's been destroyed in the Doctor Who canon more than Gallifrey, hasn't it? Because it was destroyed in the, t- the Trial of a Time Lord and it was destroyed in the end of the world and it was destroyed in Orphan 55 as well so what exactly are we what canon I mean what, what are we following well, at the this way, point the way they explained it was um, that the future is not set so they went to a possible future but how does that work? I mean, I would absolutely buy that if they use an episode to give that some foundation. You yeah. know, that we, they do. Like, bearing, I mean, bearing in of... mind, like, in the... Like, the, the what's the present time to the Time Lords is completely different to what's the present time for us. So is it technically the past? Or is it... Because, like, where they say... When uh, the second Doctor gets exiled to Earth and he's forced to regenerate into the third, they say right this is where you're gonna go and they explain that as the present time but they're just like yep we're gonna place you here it's like is there any such thing as the present time to the time lords anyway sorry yeah. i had a bit of a tangent there no <laughs> but you have hit on a you have hit on a point i wonder why gallifrey yeah. always seems like it's going in a straight line whereas the rest of the universe isn't that, from, that's something from that bothers day, me like from the first episode though the canons never made sense like it, it does make it, it looked like it was making sense at one point and then something happened and it happens with every showrunner because every show and I think that's the biggest downfall for the doc- for Doctor Who is the fact that it's had so many showrunners so many people at the helm that nothing makes sense anymore and I'm going to be honest I think after the, it was first noticeable when Verity Lambert left and everything started changing when the new showrunner came in and it was just like what? Uh, yeah so this whole argument that that oh it's what's what's canon and what's not anymore has been a question that's been going on since the 60s like the the stories never made sense yeah but i think the canon honestly works if you only consider the show i think it works well if you just ignore big finish ignore all the 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 novels and all that it works if you just consider the show but this timeless child thing um it sort of blows it apart. It's like a bomb in the middle of the cannon that's just shot everything into oblivion, right? And when I was watching Fugitive of the Jadoon, which is fantastic, by the way, for the first two acts, and then ridiculous for the third, when I was watching that one, it felt like I was standing in the middle of a big castle made of Doctor Who lore, and the castle would start to crumble down around me, right? That's what it feels like watching that episode, because you just don't know where you stand anymore. 
and now that I've seen The Timeless Children, I still don't know where I stand. So basically, to go into it quickly for Clement's sake, the whole idea is that the Doctor now has about a million regenerations before Hartnell, and this entire life has Mm. now been erased. And this is all meant to fill in a gap, a plot hole from a fourth Doctor story called The Brain of Morbius where he sees all these different faces that we haven't seen. I don't think this was a plot mm. hole anyway. I thought this was... Well, this no, was it actually... wasn't because it was... Because there was something that hinted to this in the 80s. Uh, no, sorry, mid-90s. Um, in the... As I, I think I, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the last podcast or if yes, I Yes, you did, yeah. It, um, you mean the, the other, has. the shadow. Yeah, so there is... A book series that was uh, used to help buffer um, Sylvester McCoy's time because of like all the you know he got cancelled halfway through and blah blah blah. Um, sorry, I just whacked my microphone there. Um, That's all right. There's a book series called Time Worm, and, and one of the books I can't remember which one it is, but it explains the origin of the Doctor in that sense, and it explains how the Doctor to this point uh, how we know him and how he got like explains the running away and explains why he has a granddaughter and all of that stuff but one of the original founders of Gallifrey was this shadowy figure and no one knew who they were and all of that Uh, have they just died? Uh Hmm? Sam know. went like Bond went really quiet for a second. Sorry? Oh, you went quiet. <laughs> no, I just sorry, I just turned my microphone off because I wanted to take my coat off. Ah, uh, um, but yeah. So there was a shadowy figure. No one knew who he was, and because he because this figure wasn't agreeing with the way that Gallifrey was going, he jumped into this the void or the matrix. He jumped in and was later reincarnated as the Doctor. This then Susan comes into the mix, thinks that like is his granddaughter. That's a different story, but who knows? Nothing is explained. Yeah, but let me tell you that him jumping and then Hartnell's doctor. Nothing is explained there. So all of these doctors and the whole shadow is a Morbius thing is kind of in there. It's in that blank bit yeah but that whole story with the other as well I I don't even like that I think the whole story of the doctor grows up and Gallifrey decides one day I want to leave this this isn't working for me that should be it that's all you need right yeah because what makes the doctor special in the Doctor Who universe is what he does and what he or she does and who they save right not where they started that's problem superhero movies have all the time is they keep going no this is uninteresting let's make them this magical person I know person but you've from- also got nearly 60 years of of that and people will start asking questions it's not the reason why we have so much backstory on the Doctor is not because of the showrunners want to it's because of the fans I don't think no because I'm I probably that- going to get crucified online for that <laughs> but I, I oh, stand by get- my statement there are people that do want to know what's like what happened and they are relentless Trust me, you're going to get crucified right here, right now, okay? Because that is not the point. The Doctor... I don't know what this big trend is now, since series like six, of having these big story arcs that extend right to the start of time and right to the start of the Doctor's time. Like, the hybrid was ridiculous, right? And the Neversphere was ridiculous. Um, 
why can't we have i mean one thing i don't like supernatural anymore as i've mentioned but supernatural is really good with story arcs because it just it develops them and oh, there's a new threat and we have to face this one and there's a new threat the next year we have to face this and that's what it should be it shouldn't be not every year they don't go oh, by the way everything you knew from series one was a lie and then the next year it was a lie again and it's just that's what doctor who seems to be doing at the moment it was kind of refreshing with series 11 to not have a big arc but unfortunately series 11 was just boring because of it but um the timeless child the timeless children could have been so much more interesting if it had been the master or if it had been its own thing but why did it have to be the doctor why did they make the doctor the timeless child that lost i lost interest at that point right because it just makes the doctor less interesting it makes the whole arc so dull um and on a side note what the hell were those stupid cybermen at the end they were embarrassing I mean, that was horrific, wasn't it? Was that just me? Yeah. Who who sort of saw that and went, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> and he turned the telly off. Yeah, I looked. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, this is just no. It's just humiliating. It was so it's humiliating. Good. Like the I mean, I was in Cyberman in like 2017. Yes. Was fucking amazing. Yeah, and these the new Cybermen we got for the new Cybermen we got for like um ascension right i loved them i thought they were excellent and i was so so like i'm so pumped for a new cyberman adventure we have scary cybermen again but then mm. we got these stupid things who walk in with their massive hats and their crying sad faces and i sort of went no i'm sorry you've just lost me now russell t davis's cybermen were the best cybermen for the revival era and they should have moffat should have stuck with them entire run Gary- and not try and change it halfway through because he did stick with them for series five when they appeared in the pandorica and six and six and then seven eight and nine happened yeah but the thing is with seven with seven they we went had slightly but there was still yeah. his ones in there and now T- chibnall in 12 has come back to russell t davis's design <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think it's... it's the thing with... Of Russell T. Davis and, I think, 80s. Yes. Yeah. I, I love 80s Cybermen. 70s Cybermen as well. I love 70s Although and 80s. You can't, but I do like the fact that Moffat did go back to, Mon- to the Mondasian one. I did like that. It's just a shame that that's how they killed off Bill, because well, they could have done that much better. That was Peter Capaldi said, hang on a minute, what are you, th- what are you saying? That was, a, that was the best companion exit in years. It was good. It was amazing. It was a good exit. I mean, it's it far better good? than. No, no, no. I, I, I liked, I liked Bill more than Clara, so I think that could, they could have been, could have done her a lot more justice. But no, I, I just, I just didn't like Clara because of her convoluting storyline and just like, oh, like, the, like Missy keeps putting her in these different places and blah blah blah, and who is she really and all of that, and it's just like, just give us a companion, ask the questions get on with it and carry on i mean i saw a complaint the other day someone said that companions should just leave like martha does but martha had the most boring departure of the lot i mean not i didn't even care when martha left but it gave room for her to come back Mm. to be honest with martha's exit i do feel like along with bills that was like we're like going along with her character and with what her family has literally been through with like the master fucking torturing them for like a year I can understand why she was like, no, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but the issue Ma- with Martha... Martha holds a record. Martha holds a pretty big title. She's the only companion that hasn't died in the revival era. Well, no, no, no. I mean, Rose and Donna didn't. Okay. Well, you uh, can argue that a, that a piece of Donna died 
that she'll never get back like a good few months of Donna died I mean I always thought Donna was the hybrid you know because that's what she technically should have been mm. um, Rose kind of I, well no she didn't die no. I'm not going to go into technicalities about that she's alive somewhere um, alright she's the she's the only one left that could stumble into the doctor and remember everything true and be, like but, walks in like hey like, if you don't count River Song because technically she has died River Song has technically died yeah but she yes. could still be out there somewhere yeah I mean I the would, whole timeline thing and don't get me started on that story because I, I like it but I hate it I am dying what River Song story yeah I love it and I hate it at the same time I love it's so it so annoying like the character is, the character is brilliant the story sucks it was when they did Let's Kill Hitler and they made Mel's this previous incarnation that's, that's when it lost me a little yeah. bit but for me it's just River Song I love her to death yeah absolutely it, was, it, it kind of threw the balance off as well song like it was good that it explained that like it was it had to explain why river song like what happened to river and everything with the whole um story of like amy and rory and river and all that but it was this nice linear kind of thing where the doctor was moving away from river's death like timeline wise and she was moving forward and then there's just this massive bump in the road where the whole like where let's kill hitler happens and it's like what like yeah and then it goes goes back like nothing ever happened (laughs) i mean i will totally agree that let's kill hitler is the biggest mistake moffat ever made in doctor who it's more a parody of doctor who than it is an actual episode and twenty thousand other ways they could have explained or like yeah handled like Mel's and River Song's like story they could have handled that ten times better yes and they could have done a different story because but the thing a is- lot of people got offended by the Hitler episode no I wouldn't say anyone got Most offended because by of the it. trailer I can't remember the trailer I didn't see the trailer <laughs> but locking Hitler in the cupboard was ridiculous yeah but no, I think that beyond Wedding of River Song, River Song becomes totally superfluous to the show. But that does allow us to get the husbands of River Song, which is the best Christmas special of the lot. Fight me if that's, you want. That's the the husbands of River Song and the Return of Doctor Mysterio. So like the Christmas oh. specials between nine and ten. Have not seen them. Have no interest what? in them. You haven't seen those two specials? Because I just don't like Series 9. I love Series 9. It's so good. I mean, to me, they're still part of Series 9, despite the fact that Netflix calls it Series 10. To be honest, The Husbands of River Song is amazing. Mm, It's It's so funny. Very good. I do think they should have left River Song in Matt Smith's era, though. Do you think they should have left her there? I mean, I like the fact that they didn't weave River Song through. 12-0 just have one I passing li- I would like to see her in Whitaker's run I'd love to see her there because she does make reference to having a wife at some point yeah and I'm dying to see a River Song and Missy adventure because River Song <laughs> sent sent the doctor Missy. to see to save Missy's life they must have met Missy is to me the best incarnation of of the yes. master yes to me as well and as much as I going back to series 12 <laughs> Which we've completely strayed away for. Um, Dewan, I like Dewan as an actor. I don't. I'm not getting into his master at all. Except honest, I love. I feel like. I feel like Dewan is a is a fantastic actor. You just have to look back at an adventure in time, in space and time, like yeah, the, like that 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 film. But with 
the master slash missy's arc it ended with capaldi so tidily yes yeah it didn't make sense why bring back that character when I felt like we could have done without a, another fucking master story? Yeah, they do. They, now they need or, to somewhere in thirteen. They need to. They, first of all, they need to bring the master back in thirteen because if they leave that him there with no explanation of how he survived the bloody laser that was shot into Missy, I will be extremely pissed. Yeah, I've I've seen loads of people suggest. Oh yeah, uh, when um, the master, oh what's his name, John John Sim, John Sim's master dies. He turns into Dewan's master, and then Dewan turns. No, but then Dewan's master gets blown up on Gallifrey. So how can he turn into Missy? The whole no, but he does escape. The cannon does not make sense anymore. It's like it's fitted in nicely with the rest of the show. None of it making sense. No, Dewan's master. we're going to see Dewan's master again. They wouldn't kill him off unless, like that. It's too easy. Or unless if the master, like the Dewan master we're seeing, is Ruth's master. Oh. That might make sense. I didn't think of that. But then, hang on. No, what are you talking would, about? That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> no, like... that wouldn't make sense because the, doc, the doctor that we know, not like the one, not the one like the the shadow or like the one that we don't know about grew up with with the doctor we know grew up with the current timeline doctor so mm. that wouldn't work yeah see i think sim to dewan works really well but dewan to missy does not work at all no i'm hoping i'm hoping they carried on linear progression so it went from sim to gomez to dewan i'm hoping yeah. that's the case yeah because that makes the origin all they've got to do is explain all they've got to do is explain how Missy survived. That's all they've yeah. got to do. If they do Dewan to Gomez, that's a retcon, and I've had enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Gomez's master and Whitaker go face to face. Yeah, but then they, they, would, would, ha- they, they would have to like do a little bit of a retcon on... I know, uh, but it, that's just that's just wishful thinking on my part. I'm just thinking about the. the more scene. Important, we're not F. More importantly, like, we are forgetting about one old character that we definitely need to see more of in series Susan? thirteen. Susan? Nope. Uh, the Rani. Captain Jack. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about Captain he's Jack completely. Be, uh, yeah, he needs to come back in thirteen. He will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I think we should. I think we should move on from this because otherwise we're going to be here for a good hour. Um, okay, but I've still got my game. We've already been here. Yep, go uh, on. Okay, so in this Star Wars themed edition of uh, Star Wars Alert, I have a Star Wars topic to talk about as well. So I recently played Jedi Fallen Order, which is a really, really excellent game. It's fantastic, and it's so refreshing to not have a, to have a Star Wars game that isn't some big, intrusive, bloated multiplayer adventure that's gonna, you know, like Battlefront. I'm mainly talking about. Is it Battlefront or Battlefield? Uh, Battle- Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Both of those games are 
they're probably fine in their own right. They're not, they don't really appeal to me, but they are so big and intrusive and overblown, and they feel like they just waste their potential really quickly. Um, I remember once I played it and I got to play as a Jedi, and literally you just walk around and go, vroom, 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 and it's really hard to win anything like that, right? So it, it didn't really get me at all. They're all full of microtransactions, or they were last time I played them. They're just not my, my cup of tea at all. And Jedi Fallen Order, I thought was going to fall into the same category, but I saw the trailer and I saw PlayStation Access playing it, and oh my god, it looks so cool. But you know, op- careful optimism because it's made by EA. It's actually really, really good, to my shock. It's so, it's such a fun adventure. It's so big. It's so exciting. It's so awesome. I love it. Everything about like from the graphics to the controls to the combat works so well. It's not overbloated. It's not. It's not. It's just brilliant, right? Um, and I love everything about it. I think it, there should be more than five worlds in it. I think that there are major issues with the design. Like the map system is horrific. It's like a map that shows you all the levels, but it doesn't. You're not allowed to like scroll the camera around to look at each level. You have to look at it from a top-down view, and that's a nightmare. Trying to work out where to get to, how to get to each level, right? Um, it can be an absolute pain in the backside. But one thing I love about it is, is that each world is so visually stimulating and exciting that it's just so nice to go through it. It's just such a fun adventure to play. But uh, obviously it's made by EA, so you know what I'm going to mention next, don't you? I, I feel like, hang on one second, I feel like EA has started to slowly get better, in a way. Like, no. they've used <laughs> Battlefront 2 heavily... Like it, it's Battlefront Two. I've always liked the b- gameplay of Battlefront Two. The, the Battlefront games are a joke. They've improved it so much. Actually, they are an absolute joke. Yeah, but they've they've actually stopped that now. Like I think yeah, it's, it's not complete. No. Yeah, true. Like Battle, um, Battlefield Five is really good now, and they're releasing most of their games on Steam net soon. I think. Most of them, I don't know. Yeah, but that's the thing with with EA. Yeah, like they love a they love a microtransaction, don't they? They love it. But do you know what I'm do you know what I'm talking about when I say EA? Do you know what I'm going to mention next? Come on, classic EA meme. No. Classic EA meme. Come on. Oh, hang on. Um, oh. I'll just say it. Okay, the game is so yeah, incomplete; please. it's unreal. <laughs> right? There's it's half cooked, literally. It's, it's raw, if you might say, right? And the fact is, I played this game in February, and it came out in November. Things like this should not be happening. Games like this should not be incomplete four months after release. They sh- you know, even if something comes out a little bit undercooked, fair enough, they can patch it. But it should not be like this. I, I, I think I mentioned this. I came into uni absolutely fuming once, because I tried to get the Platinum Trophy in this game, and I got every single Platinum tro- every single Trophy, right? And I got to the very oh, last yeah, Trophy. And the trophy glitched, and it, I couldn't get it. And I looked on the internet, I said, is there a way around this? No. And they just said, no, sorry, we're working on a patch, it might not be ready for a few months. And I was like, oh, what? That's unreal. That's just not good anymore. That's a joke. Yeah? This is 2019, it's not 2001. Um, but the fact that EA... Space Odyssey either. <laughs> but, but the fact that EA are still going, they're still making games, and yet they can't patch a simple glitch, is a, it, it boggles my mind. Gotta be honest. I just think... That things like that should not happen. It was one to do with a, a mythical beast. You have to hunt down four mythical beasts. And I fought the beast, the uh, the white spider. And 
for some reason the game registered that I had killed it when I hadn't actually and when you kill something in this game like a big monster a boss fight it will record it for you in a data log and it recorded it in the data log and do it, and the action of recording it in the data log means it will not show up again so I could not therefore kill it and get the trophy and I was so so irritated but you could tell this glitch though because I got the trophy for the data log and, collect, and collecting all the you know monster bios but I hadn't got the trophy for killing the monster yet so that's how you could tell it had absolutely broken down and when I was looking through forums of people who had had the same issue there are so many glitches like this some people had um, had the trophy glitch because they hadn't 100% in the map when they actually had some people had had it where they hadn't completed the data log for a monster that wasn't showing up and I just think that's wrong. You know, I think that's just... This is, it's not even like I played it on release date. I played it four months into the into release. See, what you've done there is you have described every EA game. Yes, exactly. And this is the thing. Maybe that was my punishment for dropping my guard. I don't know. But I thought, maybe I can just enjoy this one EA game. Maybe it'll be all right and nothing will go wrong. Bang! Off it <laughs> I had to play the entire game to get it again. Because I was like, I've just beaten... Every, I've got every single trophy. I'm not going to let this one sodding trophy defeat me. You know? So I played the entire game again. And you have to start from the beginning. Oh, and here's another inf- horrible crime against games. And I know you're both going to agree with me on this. You can't skip the cutscenes in Fallen Order at all. You cannot skip a single cutscene. And I think that's just wrong. Yeah. I, I think th- on I a first playthrough... If, if it's your first... Yeah, if it's on your first yeah. playthrough, then... Okay, but second playthrough... Yeah, I think then... a game should record that you've played it once and allow you to skip the cutscenes. But Maybe even on does, second playthrough. But only, only on New Game Plus. There is no New Game because Plus. Because are you playing... The, is it not? No, it's just you get one well, play. What game file. doesn't have New Game Plus anymore? Exactly, that's another thing. Like you can play it and you can get the trophies, but then you can't then go back and play it again with all your abilities from the start. I don't know why, because it would just cut down all the like tutorials you have to do. The game's great because it does allow you to get a new upgrade every like hour or so, but then you have to go for a little tutorial. You could beat the game so much quicker if you didn't have to. If you just had the abilities from the start, and you could just run through the levels. You know that would be so cool. Beating the first few acts with all your abilities would be so awesome um, but unfortunately there's just no way of doing that so you have to start the game from scratch and I had to sit through every sodding cutscene again <laughs> it was aggravating so yeah Jedi Fallen Order is an excellent game but and also I put it on Twitter as well I put a video on Twitter where I jumped down to try and get over a wall and I accidentally did a slash it was an accident it was my mistake and the game got me caught on the wall and I had to reset the entire game and lost about an hour of gameplay to, to do it things like this yeah <laughs> did you mute me for a little while and came back and forth? he's still going <laughs> no I'm just generally getting bored <laughs> oh fair enough oh but go on yeah, I talked for an hour about Doctor Who you talked about World of Warcraft you're going to spend the next year talking oh, about World of Warcraft on here um, well I'm not a quick person as you know I, I, when I talk I talk for real um, anyway <laughs> But yeah, Jedi Fallen Order is a great game, but don't expect it to be a complete game. It's a classic EA case of, oops, we took it out of the oven too quick, you know? It's just not really finished. Right, shall we move on to releases? I mean, if there's anything to announce for this, Well, there is a few things coming out. Uh, We'll do things a little bit differently this week. We'll go through the releases that are coming out for games, uh, TV, and Netflix first. And then if there's any of those that pique our interest, we'll talk about them. If not, we'll finish. Um, So uh, I'm going to start off with TV. um, And I just want to clarify once again that uh, everything, every date that we announce or anything we say is coming out uh, is a UK release date. 
uh, release dates uh, maybe earlier like you may have already got some of these things or maybe different depending on where you are listening from uh, but this is the information that we have available to us all of the dates uh, so all of the things I'm going to be talking about will be coming out between the 26th and the 31st of March unfortunately release dates uh, I can't find any release dates for April yet uh, so yes I'm obviously not googling hard enough but to make up for that we are going to be talking about uh, what's coming up to Netflix UK and Ireland in April that they announced on the 20th on Twitter literally an hour after we finished recording Netflix dropped their April releases and it was like ugh um, <laughs> so uh, coming out on the 26th uh, Black Lightning Season 3 comes to Netflix Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season 7 comes to us in E4 uh, I bet you've got a few things to say about that you? oh yes I do uh, also Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season 6 comes out onto Netflix on the 28th uh, Ozark Season 3 comes out on the 27th on Netflix we've got um, Friday Night Dinner coming out on the 27th on Channel Woo-hoo. 4 uh, Supernatural Season 14 is coming out finally for us in the UK on the 20th 29th of March, uh, which is a bit late considering yeah. it's finished in America. It's like, don't worry, guys, skip it. Uh, <laughs> That's um, not very good. Batwoman season one uh, starts on E4 on the 29th. Uh, the B side of season five of Supergirl comes out on the 30th of March. Uh, on and the B side of Flash season six comes out on the 31st. Any of those take your interest, gents? Well, all I can say for the series 14 of Supernatural is, I mean, there are so much better shows Lower your expectations Yeah don't worry just, it's, it's just the, the thing with Super, Series 14 of Supernatural It's okay But why does it Feel the need to just go Oh actually we're going to do this this week No spoilers <laughs> No I'm not going to spoil it But they keep doing this thing Where they go This is going to be really good And then you watch it And it's like You did that two years ago <laughs> why I know you it's bother? ironic I'm shouting no spoilers On a podcast called Spoiler Alert But I know I mean Generally You've seen it yeah. We to be honest, to live up to the to live up to the namesake of this podcast, we all need to have seen everything ever made. So I think we will just let little on slide. Yeah, I know, but super I don't really think we should spoil things that haven't aired in the UK yet. Like if it's yeah, if it's enough. out there, if it's already aired for us, then we leave it, then we go for it. If it hasn't, like you dirty skanky little pirate. Uh, <gasps> you can't expect me to wait two years for a supernatural. Yeah. We've all done it, Sam. It's going to be uh, another two years before we get Series 15, so you know. Yeah, Clemens, any of those take your interest? Uh, apart from <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, Friday Night Dinner, not really. I've never really got into Supernatural. I've been told too many times, but it's never taken my interest, I guess. Which is weird, because I'm normally very open to everything, but with Game of Thrones especially with Game of Thrones and Supernatural it's never really got me interested in so other than that not really I heard the words Game of Thrones and I just had Vietnam flashbacks to season 8 <laughs> you and any of those releases take your interest <laughs> to be honest it's only uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and um, Friday Night Dinner um, you can tell what we all watch just yeah, I'm, can we, can I can I just interject one thing really quickly? Have we all noticed how popular um, Friday Night Dinner has got in recent years? I remember I watching it, it when it first came out. Same. I remember watching it as soon as it uh, came out, and it was possibly one of my favourite comedies. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, I love this. 
I mean, it's not something that's ever really got me uh, interested, to be honest. But oh, I do I, want to I, interject I, quickly. Clements has dropped. Oh, I did think he dropped because suddenly it just got really quiet, and I thought I'd gone deaf. I mean, I've had I had a bit of Wi-Fi issues during this podcast, so that's why I went away for a little bit. That's also an interesting thing to note, an interesting thing to um, mention. Netflix and Amazon have both lowered their download speed during the coronavirus outbreak and the isolation, because otherwise they're going to knock that... We're going to drop our internet in the UK, because... Oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Clements. Sorry, internet went for some reason. I mean, I was, where did, I you, where did I stop? Where did I stop? <laughs> I can't remember what listening. about how you've watched Friday Night Dinner from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... I mean, I remember finishing season one and then not really thinking about it. And then I remember in 2017, my flatmate came into my room at, in Nottingham and he was like, oh, I just watched that show Friday Night Dinner. And I was like, and I was like oh, I remember that. And I said, what do you think of it? And he was like, yeah, it's really good. And then that's how I got back into it. And then it started to get popular. My favourite episode of Friday Night Dinner is the uh, Fox yeah, that's a good episode. Love that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me, really, the only things that are coming out this week that interest me is Brooklyn Nine Nine season seven. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to enjoy it as much because I spoilt it for myself. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I saw quite a lot of spoilers on Twitter. Thanks, America. Um, and obviously, we don't do spoilers in here. Yeah, we? well, it hasn't aired in the UK yet, so we can break the we can break the rule there. Uh, okay. But I know, I'm not going to say what happens. But I know what happens. I know what. Oh, no, I think I'm, I. Oh I know God, one of the big plot points, and I'm so pissed off. But hey ho, that is the internet. It comes out for us tomorrow, as of the day we're recording this here in the UK, which will be today for those of you who are listening to this on the 26th. So, yes. Anyway, uh, I am going to skip past the games because there is only one thing I can see coming out this week, and that is Persona 5 Royal. Uh, we're hey, we're yeah, hey. We're going to skip past but that one. Because in a couple of weeks' time, we are going to have some serious meat to talk about in the games yeah. department. But, um, as I said, obviously last week, uh, we're not going to be doing cinema releases because the country is now on lockdown. So yeah, because we don't have any cinemas. <laughs> exactly. We can't even go out to the cinema. So, yeah. Uh, but Netflix have released their uh, up up and comings for what was coming out in April so far uh, so uh, they haven't released dates for this yet so they've just released what is coming so uh, to start off with we've got season 2 of Ricky Gervais's Afterlife which oh I can't wait for that haven't actually oh, seen love the that first series of that yet so I should probably get on that mm-hmm. I love Ricky Gervais the only thing I don't really love from him is the UK version of The Office only because and I went into this last week it's only because of because it's crap no because I, I made the mistake of watching the US version first uh, yeah but I didn't watch you, your search and I didn't like either yeah. the UK version so uh, also we've I'm... got Sunderland Till I Die series 2 coming out uh, seasons it... 1 through 6 of Community are coming out on Netflix sorry Su- yes. Sunderland Till I Die yes it's a documentary yeah, about football, football. One. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, season one to six of Community coming out, uh, which is great because it's really hard to find here in the UK except on all four. So good. Uh, Peaky Blinders series five is coming out. And oh, yeah. the best one on this list, Howl's Moving Castle. 
which is going to be one of the last uh, Studio Ghibli films to be released here on the UK Netflix. Uh, we've also got Ferris Bueller's Day Off is coming out on Netflix finally. Uh, the Breakfast oh, Club, uh, American Pie 1 and 2, The Vicar of Dibley, Dinner Ladies, The Adventure to Tintin, Babe, Land Before Time and Catfish. Hey, The Land Before Time. Wait, what a show that was. Yes. Yeah, what Catfish? Are we catfish. talking about the movie? I, yeah, I think it's the film. Okay. They would have put series like one through whatever. Yeah. If it was the uh, series. I was about to say, if they the put the C- series on there, I would like, get ready for not seeing me ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the only decent thing MTV I've ever made. I know. Like, after a week of just so binging good. it, just like not trusting anyone I talked to online. <laughs> I will just say in the in the video game department, there's an interesting looking game uh, that I've just seen just now called Paper Beast, which looks kind of interesting. I'm only looking at it because I thought we should say something about games, and I've looked on the PlayStation Access PS4 video, which is where I get all my game news, you know. Now, um, this looks really cool. It's a, basically a game where you design creatures and you follow creatures around in a VR environment. So it's Big it looks- Little Planet in VR. <laughs> so I feel like Big Little Planet. <laughs> little Big Planet. <laughs> and it, <laughs> oh my god. The what? You haven't played the game Spore? No. Oh, God. Yes. I, I oh, haven't, God. to be honest. It's... Oh, you can make some fucked up animals in that, in that you game. You can still get it on Origin, I think. I think you can. Uh, one sec. But no, definitely. Me, I'm just drinking some cider. I love it. That's I'm just drinking some Blue Moon as well, so... Yeah. Snap. But my Blue Moon, yeah, I don't like can. the taste of this Blue Moon. Don't, doesn't taste uh, very nice. What flavour? It's Spore is seven ninety nine yeah. on Origin. Mm. Is there more? Is there more Uncharted coming out soon? No, that we know. Probably of. not. Not. No. no. I wish there was. Uh, I want another Uncharted. No. Um, I think there's been a little bit of news related to uh, Little Nightmares Two. Um, I think that's coming out. May, June sort of time I'm not particularly sure about that may have to have a little bit of a look-see. I'm surprised, I'm pretty sure every game release after April, if this carries on every game release in cinema will either get pushed back to later in the year or till next year yes, yeah definitely yeah um, the thing is though, I reckon now is the absolute perfect time to be releasing your games because everyone's at home and everyone's bored. Uh, so this is a great time to re- be releasing. That's why I think Final Fantasy VII Remake, even though it's going to be hard to get off the shelves, if you put it on the on the PSN store, it's going to f- sell like mad because yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm going to be buying a day one. A lot of people want to get the physical, and if that happens after this, physicals just will like all the game companies will go. Well, there was no point of doing physicals anymore. Yeah, so I agree. Why. I mean, I'm, I 100% prefer a physical copy because I like my shelf and I like to be able to look at them. Oh, yeah, like same. That, yeah. Yeah. I like... But in this... Sorry, carry on. Who? I don't know, whoever was talking. <laughs> I think you were going to talk. Oh, oh no, uh, I was just going to say... Yeah, I was just going to say... Um, yeah, I just looked up the release date. Uh, it's projected uh, late summer. But... Have you all seen the PlayStation 5 conferences? Uh, the tech demo. Weeks? No. Do you mean yeah, the... Uh, the, the I did... I sort of watched it, but it, 
it became very quickly apparent that it was just talking about specs and SSDs and hard drives and stuff and yeah. I sort of yeah. thought nah this isn't and for me and I've also seen someone quote a developer uh, a developer on the PS5 saying it's going to change how games are made like it's going to severely impact the uh, gaming like, like gaming developers and stuff like that like in a good way apparently how so <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea what they mean by that so I'm kind of no they're going to make make them with their mind from now on I'm going to make it with my possibly. mind <laughs> possibly I think VR will become a bigger deal next for Jen oh yeah but the thing is they're trying to make this VR2 that's going to be wireless and uh, about £600 a piece so no, yeah. that's not going to sell as well I don't think no I mean, I agree the biggest issue with the VR is the wire, which every time you turn around, you go, ow, and you've knocked, you snap your head around. Because it's not as long as it thinks it is, really. If I want to sit on my bed and play it, it's like, Jesus Christ, I can't move. Mm. And there's always this worrying thing when you're, you're in a VR headset, you, you know, playing a horror game, and you feel this weird sort of movement on your arm, and you go, oh my God, what is that? It's a wire. <laughs> on your it's actually your cat. <laughs> and you've just flung your cat onto the yeah. ceiling <laughs> no if I was playing Resident <laughs> Evil my dog came in and started you know licking my feet I'd kick him in the face because I just got a life out of me I'm not gonna lie I think the only good thing about like having VR mm. is how is when you play horror games in it yeah Absolutely I mean it's it was really funny when I played Astrobot, which I loved Astrobot. And uh, the first time I, played, I was standing up in front of my TV and I moved forward and fell over because it was it's, it's weird. Uh-huh. It's like because it, it's not like you're walking in VR, but genuinely you, the camera just moves and I fell over because I was like, whoa, I'm not moving. Yeah. It was so trippy. But no, you get used to it after a while. Don't play it drunk, though, because you'll never recover. Don't tempt me. <laughs> I think that should be our next our next drinking game. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Astrobot in yeah. VR while drinking beer or something. Right. Is Amazing. that everything? I think that is. That well, is. I mean, it's not everything ever, but yeah, obviously. Right. <laughs> thank you very much, everybody, for listening to us, and thank you to the, the two of you who are still here. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow all of us on Twitter. My at is at the Pandras Bond. Don't at me. Um, right. so my at is 98 at no more heroes. You mean underscore no more heroes? Oh, oh yeah. At 98 okay. underscore no more heroes. We can edit that bit out of Clement, you got anything you want to promote? <laughs> uh, SoundCloud. Not really. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Ewan? Uh, Twitter handle is at whomad. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. Bye. Hopefully. Yes, assuming we aren't all uh, locked down completely. We're, with no well, we are locked down. Uh, they turn the internet off. I can <laughs> buy it for fun. No, they won't turn the internet off, though. This is a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, bye. 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 bye.